Welcome everyone to Gavin with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 237, baby! First time! Not the third time! That's right. If you wanted to count the number of times we tried to start this, this would be episode 240. Uh, it sure would, uh, because somebody, the guest, uh, seems to be just an absolute liability since leaving the tri-state area. I don't know. Are they connected? Maybe they are. Maybe they are. Uh, as we established last week, we are the new tri-state area, and that is New York, New Jersey, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that tri-state have to be close to each other? <laughs> it's just any three states. Yeah, that's right. It's like the big three. Have I ever told the story on here? I had a friend in college who was an idiot. Uh, and when Miami's big three, he didn't know anything about basketball, but he really wanted it to sound smart. So he's like, well, of course they have, you know, the big three. They have LeBron James and they have Dwayne Raid and Mario Chalmers. <laughs> and, and he thought that was the big three. And it became a running joke in college, <laughs> which is just very fun to me to this day. Anyway, do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Uh, speaking of uh, the Mario Chalmers of this group, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. I am the Udonis Hasm of this group in that I will eventually become a player coach podcaster. In that you will be here long after John and I have departed and, exactly. gone, on to, and gone on to other things. With much fewer counting stats and much more street cred. Do you think if like you like talk to an NBA player from the 80s and said, hey, you know, one day every NBA player is going to have their own radio show. Do you think they would believe it? Yes. They, right, would want, they would want that. All right. Well, let's end the pod. <laughs> hey, <laughs> thanks for having me, boys. Thank it's you so good to be here. recording coming, what would Joe. be our 239th episode. The first two attempts would have been 237 and 238. I wonder how many episodes we'd be on right now if we never skipped a week in the entire time we've done this podcast. I think 406, yeah, I was probably. Gonna say, probably close to 500. I think we'd be coming up on our 500th episode. Uh, we apologize again, dear listener, but uh, Joe's Wi-Fi didn't work last week. I have we nothing about to apologize for. James is not apologizing. I am I'm not. apologizing for Joe. Only one of us needs to apologize. And I won't. You'll never hear it from me. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to say sorry for everyone. <laughs> Joe's internet went out uh, because he lives in a tri-state. And Here's, so on the, on the tri-state note, just real quick, uh, what would be the weirdest three-state, like, tri-state alliance, right? Like, if they don't have to be geographically linked in any way. I had Mississippi and Massachusetts as my starters, and I need a third. Um, Montana. Montana. Montana that, feels like we're it, just doing M's. Just it just those tri- are, just those a are triangle three of- three culturally distinct and at odds places. I, f- I feel I like, like that's a good triangle put Hawaii of in there. Hawaii, Hawaii. John, is that just because they've been in the news for something tragic? How how dare you? That's cloud chasing. Mm, yeah, I is. haven't seen the news. What if I didn't know about it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the news because I've been preparing for my vacation to Maui. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I feel like my my beautiful joke wasn't heard when I said what state and I said fugue. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Johnny. Well done. Isn't that fun? Uh, uh, st- uh, state. <laughs> Perfect. A plus. No notes. The state. The comedy troupe. There you go. Now we've done it. 
Uh, yeah, mine would be Hawaii, Texas, and Comedy on State, the club in <laughs> Madison, Madison, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, how are our lives? How are our food lives? Anything fun in the cooking department? I have not been cooking a whole lot. I did have the best DiGiorno pizza I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, Tell me yesterday. everything about it. It was a <laughs> supreme pizza. You know how normally you get a DiGiorno and like the topping, like they're just like a little messed up. Like they're not sure, bad. Yeah, you have it's to like rearrange a pizza, but with sour cream and yeah, tomatoes. Yeah, rearrange. Sometimes you add a little cheese. <laughs> you got to do all this stuff. This was none of that. I pulled this out of the box and I almost gasped. It was everything was almost symmetrical. The amount of pepperoni on the supreme was. As if it was just a pepperoni pizza. There was so much. It was every. There were so much. So many other toppings that were and like the cheese went all the way to the edge. It was unbelievable. I didn't put anything on it. I ate the whole thing myself, as is my one. Um, it was. It was great. That was last night. Do you think I, like a disgruntled employee uh, who's like afraid that AI is going to take over our jobs made that pizza by hand so that he could tell uh, to give the appearance of being a gruntled employee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it seemed like. Wow. Uh, I wish for you. Mm-hmm. I wish you, the listener, could see James's face while describing that. It's happier than I think I saw him on his wedding day. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, I easily was because there was I had no stress. There was no there was no element. Of, I was definitely happier on my wedding day, but there was a stress. The stress levels were higher, so it, the differential <laughs> was way higher that's, uh, with that's the DiGiorno pizza. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Did you have I a DJ, was a DJ being mean to me in your kitchen when you were having DiGiorno? Because there was a DJ who was mean to me at your wedding. Well, that's because you requested Dave Matthews Band like a like a troll. He, it's your favorite like band. Like a troll. Yeah, Which but you Dave didn't, you song didn't, do, you request, you didn't do it with light in your heart. You did it from yes, a I dark did. place. And he well, knew. that's probably true. It was a bad faith interpretation. It was a bad was it, faith wait, request. Well, what did you request, though? What did I request? Yeah. Uh, a Dave Matthews cover of Rihanna. Uh, <laughs> work, 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 work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't. I, well, the only thing I've been cooking recently are pot stickers, which we'll get to. Um, <laughs> and aside from that, the only thing that has been uh, a, a force in my life, food-wise, is um, the Reese's uh, animal cra- crackers continue to be just an absolute problem for me. Uh, they yeah, are. They're, they're, they're a powerhouse. They're the best Reese's product ever made, hands down. Uh, Reese's really has their hand in all kinds of pots. They're all they? over the place right now. They opened the goddamn floodgates, and I don't know what happened. Over it, there. it does feel like like they had some new management in, and, and was just like, "I need ideas, and I need them now." We're starting production on everything. I got a real loose hand with the green light here. Is the Reese's animal crack animal cracker product? Is it completely covered, or is yes. it covered on one side? Nope, completely covered on the bottom. Is it, it's it's an animal cracker that is laid onto a layer of chocolate, and then the entire thing is dr- like drizzled and covered in peanut butter. So the peanut butter. Oh, to so chocolate, peanut butter is the outside. Yes, that's and that's why it's the best because the ratio is completely flipped on its head, and it is more peanut butter than chocolate, and it's got the insane sweet crunch of the animal cracker on the inside. It's did you ever have the peanut butter cups that were the like the flipped versions that were mostly peanut butter that were peanut butter on the outside? Do you ever have those? Um yes. They were not as good because that was a different kind of peanut butter. They had to be structural peanut butter. This yeah. is this is none of that. This is like the inside pure you gotta try them, Johnny. You gotta Wait, try them. But how is it if this isn't structural peanut butter, then how the is animal it just drizzled over top. It's like it's like there's nothing. It doesn't have to stand up on the on it on its own on the edges. Got it. It's so the, if you flip it over, is it on the bottom at all, or is it? Uh, no, the bottom is chocolate. 
Got the it. The top okay. is peanut butter. Now I understand. Yeah. And can you see the animal's face in horror as they uh, you cannot? That's the best of... part is you don't have to you don't have to look them in the yeah. eye. They're already drowned. They're essentially drowned. They were drowned in the peanut butter. It's like you're eating like it would be like if you were able to eat Han Solo frozen in carbonite, right? You can't see exactly. what's going on in there, but yeah. you know right. that it's encased in something delicious. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter would be an awful thing to drown in. Oh, well, or a delicious thing. I might be the you, way to go. I think you would. I guess you would suffocate. Yeah, sure. Wouldn't yeah. you rather than drown? Because like you're not gonna inhale it into your lungs. Well, what is drowning but suffocating? Well, drowning is the water gets in your lungs and like suffocating mm. is you run out of oxygen. What drowning I would prefer is, is if water I could... is in there and like you run out of oxygen, but because there's water in your lungs. If there could be enough peanut butter that a Titanic would have sank in it, and then I go into a sub that is investigating the sunken ship, and then I'm crushed by the peanut butter. I think that's what I would want. Yeah, that's a good way to die. Is yeah, that in this good... world, the, the iceberg is a giant animal cracker, and a <laughs> right. giraffe's head just punctured five compartments. It's a good current reference to that ship that got crushed while trying to investigate the Titanic. It's mm-hmm. like a good thing that I just did. Yeah, yeah, no, that was. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, um, that's my life. I, we are currently uh, back into like uh, weekly food prep, and so my, my foods are delicious but like repetitive. So like I'm tonight I'm eating jambalaya that we made and then later this week I'm actually I did have fish sticks the other night stupendous still still got it still throwing ninety eight yeah love F- fish sticks never love, gonna retire Nolan Ryan yeah <laughs> Nolan Ryan of of easy foods to make for yourself um yeah I don't know there's oh <clears throat> I will say there is this place uh, around here called Layered that has crazy pastries and it is like around the corner from my house so i am equidistant from both a crispy cream and like one of the best croissants i've ever had it's it's a detrimental oh position God, you're to gonna be get in. so fucking fat i love it <laughs> gonna gonna get gonna, yeah i was gonna say you can only see me from the neck up right now everything below here is a real <laughs> bag of shit in north carolina you put on 48 pounds <laughs> My my blood pressure, my stress levels are down, but my blood pressure is still through the fucking roof <laughs> because my sodium and sugar intakes are not under control. <laughs> Anyhow, how about you, Johnny? I, uh, my fiance was out of town this weekend. You're notably, affianced at the moment. That's right. Uh, notably does not eat beef. Johnny had a hard week at work, so I made an executive decision for myself on Friday and went to the butcher and bought a giant steak. And cooked it for myself, and it was fantastic. Hell yeah. And then I also, when I was there, I bought some guanciale from the butcher because I said I'm going to make carbonara on Sunday. So I had a real uh, weekend of eating, and it was delightful. But I now need to curb it back because you can't do that forever. Well, I mean, you can. It depends how long you want forever to be. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be your forever. It's not going to be our forever. Yeah, Look at Dom DeLuise, or a more current reference. <laughs> um, Johnny, I I commend you on your steak. It looked unbelievable. I um, sent you a photo. You sure did. It looks delicious. Um, I did have a question on your preference. It was a New York strip bone-in strip? It was a bone-in strip, correct. Was that a choice, or all they had? They also had ribeye. I could have gotten a ribeye. But did they, they, I mean, but for New York strip, did they have... Oh, yeah, it was just bone-in. They okay. didn't have... Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mind the bone-in. I like pain for things I'm not going to eat. Um, I don't know. It. it uh, yeah, it's what they had, so I got it. 
just real quick, sorry, uh, the bone-in strips, it was, that's what I call my pubes. Very good. Uh, back to what you were saying, James. Pretty cool. Yeah, Pretty it, cool. Looked, it looked fantastic. I was very happy for you. I did a, a new thing that I saw a Chef Steps video about, which was to pre-sear it, then sous vide it, then do a post-sear. And the crust I got was significantly better, so I was happy about that. You do a little bit of a trade-off of... Uh, you overcook what? a little? You're just adding... It just... Just fucking sear it, dude. Just what? Just why? You're just adding a bucket of water for no reason. What I like, I just, like what I did was I seared it for I seared it, and then I. Like, you're describing cooking a steak with a bath water in the middle. That's what you're just describing. I love, sure, but but it's uh, my internal doneness was better. It did. It looked great, and uh, it takes the guesswork out of it, which is nice. Sure. James had so much fun calling that out, and John, you were the most serious I've ever seen you. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't need to uh, acknowledge his face. Oh, uh, before we go any further, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, episode 237, you said, right? Yeah. Uh, the lifetime batting average of Hall of Fame third baseman Aurelio Rodriguez. Nice. Hall Very of Fame good. at 237? Hall of Fame at 237 because he was such a good fielder and had a very long career. Mm. Oh, okay. We were talking about basketball early in the podcast, and we forgot that this is a baseball podcast. This is a baseball so podcast. We did. We made yeah. the wrong references. I apologize to all of our Ooh. baseball listeners. Gang, I'm going to back us up just a touch. <laughs> you weren't recording the whole time. No, no, no. I swear <laughs> to God, Joe. He is. He is. <laughs> Aureli Rodriguez is in the Mexican professional hall. Of oh, hey! wow. Okay. Not the not the the one in America, but a Hall of Fame. Not the Cooperstown, famously no Mexicans, not allowed. No. <laughs> That's true. Give uh, us a two thirty seven from is, the major leagues of the United York. States. Uh, do you guys want to know how he died? Yes, I do. In two thousand, to climb a fence into Cooperstown. Age fifty two, struck and killed by a motorist in Southwest Detroit. Yikes! Just like that song by Journey, struck like and killed it. in Southwest Detroit. Remember? Remember they saying that? that? That's perfect. Rest in power. All right. Are we not going to hear a 237 from the regular? Uh, what do you mean? One. That is the 237. That there is no 237 the, in the regular. That wasn't home runs, fame. Johnny. That was the average. That was what we wanted. Oh. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I was doing more important things. Yes. Like, look at, like staring off into my ceiling. <laughs> uh, should we talk about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Sure, sure. I would love to. Uh, this is a cartoon. <laughs> yes, and uh, it's nice. It feels like they really, I, I don't know. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles feels like a thing from like a half generation before ours, but maybe I'm crazy. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. no, 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 no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that was, that was a huge part of my childhood. Maybe okay. one of the most important pop culture things in my childhood. I don't. We have done it? Turtles things before. We have, yes. Yes. Um, we did the pizza. Uh, I don't know if I didn't sell it enough at the time. Like, there might not have been a movie that was rented more or watched more. This is what I was going to ask. What vehicle was it? The movie, the TV show? No, the movie, the movie for sure. I think, yeah, when the I think because the show was like a little later, wasn't it? And then this, th whatever this movie is, I w I was a full adult by the time it came out. Um, so this is this is from the TV show, one of the TV shows. Okay. Then yeah, it was all the movies. It was the the first three movies. Those Got it. yeah were. It started huge. as a comic book, and then I believe 
was like then it it was a comic book and then like toys and then I think I think there were cartoons before there were the movies. But either way, point is the movies. Uh, right. this, the movies the, and the toys. cartoon the cartoon version that this one is from. I don't think I had ever seen before. No. of this clip. It's a pretty decent iteration from. Uh, You've for- seen this one from a former. I had to for uh, reasons that uh, regarded my employment at the time, but no longer do. Joey's got a new job. Yeah, baby. Uh, uh, what yeah. he makes is pizza gyoza, which is fun. I think this is a fun episode. It was a very fun episode. Um, it was fun. It was quick. It was cool. It was interesting. I am a huge fan of gyoza. Gyoza sure. are. They are the first thing I order every time I get sushi. That's yeah. they are every Number sushi order I've had for the last four years has included gyoza. That's, That's just great. the standard start to a sushi. Yes. And uh, when we tried to record this last week, uh, a plot point that came out afterwards is James Texas and said, "What's the difference between gyoza and potsticker?" Uh, and the Google answer said, "The simple answer: there is no difference." <laughs> And I thought that one sounds a little more uh, racially insensitive than the other, but maybe that's just me. One sounds like something that, so one sounds like something that someone from around where I currently live might say to someone that they find is uh, not allowed. You know what I mean? Yeah, Johnny, uh, we have we have different Google searches, uh, different algorithms. Because my when I did gyoza versus potsticker, uh, it says gyoza are different than potsticker. They are usually made from prefabricated wrappers that are thinner, smaller, and more delicate, and the filling is more finely textured. Uh, I apologize. That is what I get as well. I just typed in gyoza, and as I was scrolling down, one of the people also asked is, what is a gyoza versus dumpling? So I read the wrong thing. Apologies. Wow. There is no difference. Yeah, so all gyoza are dumplings. Not all dumplings are gyoza. Gyoza are typically smaller, it sounds like. Potstickers, a little little larger. How did you get that out of what James read? I didn't. I'm finding other things. Ah. I'm very smart. I have the internet. In they're usually made from prefabricated wrappers. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know much about them, other than they're usually made from prefabricated wrappers and differences in the texture of their fillings. But that's it. <laughs> there are so few dumpling-like things in the world that I di- that I don't like. I think a dumpling is just a perfect. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think we've said it before. I'll try any culture's dumpling. Yeah, yeah, and they're version. almost always amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've been on a big. Uh, pot stickers kick um, the last two months. Um, Does it sound the- like a Little League baseball team? Ah, the pot sticker kickers. <laughs> <laughs> James, what what type of what type of kick? Uh, are they are uh, chicken and chicken and veggie. They're from they're the bowl and basket brand, which is Shoprite's like internal brand, like generic oh. brand. Um, they're wonderful. You can get a big, huge fucking bag of them for fifteen bucks. Um, I eat way too many at a time, but I still want more. Um, do you throw them? You, yeah, how do you, you, yeah. How are you? You throw them in a pan. You put a little bit of ol- a little bit of olive oil in a pan. You layer layer them out as many as you can fit in there. You can you can fit fourteen if you really want. You can fit. Olive 14. seems like a strange choice. It's the only oil I had in my house, and it's, okay, and it's it, super easy. Um, and then yeah, you put a half cup of water in there. You get that up to a boil, turn it into medium, just evaporate everything, and then it gets down to just the oil, and then everything gets crisp. Keep an eye on the bottoms. Dump them out. Make make a, a little dipping sauce with soy sauce, 
Uh, rice vinegar. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Country crocs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, butter and ketchup. Yeah, the yeah, coward's yeah, yeah. buffalo sauce. Chick-fil-A <laughs> sauce. Uh, just uh, mix that all in there. <laughs> butter and ketchup being the coward's buffalo sauce. It's so funny. <laughs> Uh, they were they were serving as an excuse to eat chili crisp uh, for a long time. I went through I went sure, through a jar yeah. and a half of chili crisp in like two weeks. <laughs> that, I love it. That cannot be good. It was fine, dude. <laughs> it was so good. Oh. Big on the chili crisp train. Oh, it's yeah, huge. I was I, I was big on the Trader Joe's pot stickers for a while, and then I just haven't bought them in a long time. They're but. good, but you don't get the. It's a bit nice thing about being in the suburbs, man. You can get I can get a. Big honking bag of, of pot stickers because like the Trader Joe's bags, that's like one sitting to me. That's that's it. It's you yeah. get them and you're like ah. I had a my first my first roommate when I moved to New York was Chinese and he would always go down to Chinatown and buy big bags of frozen dumplings from like the real places and bring Fuck them back. Yeah. Hell and yeah, it was so good. And I remember I, I would get like a bag of Trader Joe's and bring them back next to his, and there would just be. Silent judgment. <laughs> of course, as well there should be. He's like, mine are cheaper and better. I'm like, that is an airtight argument. <laughs> You're like, yeah, but going to Chinatown scares me, and I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> I don't know. How, I can't just point at things. I need them to hear yeah. me. Uh, yeah, dumpling's great. I remember growing up, it was my first love in terms of Chinese food. When we go to Chinese food, that was the thing I liked the most. We would get two orders of steamed dumplings. Uh, Ooh, baby! Steamed, always steamed. Ah, as a youth, we got steamed. That's what we would do. Um, Have you moved on to fried, or you still like to? In my adulthood, it depends. It depends on the mood I'm in, Uh, and also which kind. Because sometimes they're the little twisty tops, and I think those are a little better steamed. But then the like a regular gyoza is, I think, better pan. Yeah, it it depends on the mood. Depends on where I'm getting it from. But yeah, yeah, I think they're both both great options. This conversation is a making my mouth water and b ensuring because I'm turning mush mouthed. Yeah, um, ensuring that I will be getting Chinese food (laughs) within the next. I'm gonna say three days. Wow, I thought you were say like hour. No, no, no. I would, but I've already defrosted jambalaya and I must have it. Ooh, you simply must. (laughs) Um, Anyway, what Babish does here is very interesting. He uh, makes his own, but uses pizza filling. So he takes some pepperoni. Blends it up with some cheese, some sauce, and then puts it in a wrapper and then fries it. So he does the normal technique, but just with an interesting filling. And uh, yeah, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think, would be proud. It's a yeah, it's a wonderful uh, cross contamination of cultures that um, yeah. can only happen from just the pure bastardization of of like really. Pure foods. I mean, but it, it's it's it. There's no way it can't be good. Like it can't. There's no way. It can it's be bad. bad. It has to be yes. delicious. Like it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, what it, pizza it, ingredients? It is. It is mini calzones for all intents and purposes. Yes. Um, but honestly, I think it would be better than a mini calzone because, like, the mini calzone, the crust would be a little. I think too it's thick. overpowering. The, the pizza crust is too much. This yeah. this is might be like a perfect vehicle for it because it's agree. just a little bit. Um, it's like lighter. I do think. I don't, he, I don't think he did. He didn't cook. Did he cook the pepperoni before putting it in? Uh, no. Because that's no. the one thing I would have done, was cooked the pepperoni so the pepperoni gets a little crispy on its own. That's int- that's interesting, yeah. And then Ooh. throwing that in the middle to add a little extra crunch in there. Yeah. Ooh, baby. I would have I mean, prepared you don't everything in the microwave. It, no, you don't need yeah. to cook it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I know that this already exists probably in multiple different ways, but like what a good scumbag cooking show where you're where it's just you take like highfalutin ingredients and just microwave everything every time. <laughs> <laughs> We're making pizza gyoza today. It's a fun take on something that I saw in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You want to start taking your pepperoni and chuck those in the microwave, get, get them and nice just and the, wet. The microwave is just disgusting it's like like you, they never clean the microwave so it's just covered in like red sauce splatter and like oh, like grease oh, I keep accidentally, that shot out I keep, of a sausage or something i keep accidentally leaving aluminum foil in there <laughs> uh, the second part of this episode that i found interesting was well first what he does is he does a uh he gets a skirt by making a slurry and then uh, having it called come out, and so you have like little crispy bits on the bottom, the wings or whatever they're called, uh, which I thought looked very good. But then he does something crazy, which he does it again uh, with more structure so that it can be the base of a pizza and then put sauce and cheese on top of it and bakes it again so it looks like a pizza, which I thought was very fun. I thought that was a fun interpretation. It was extremely fun. It was like classic babish. Like, here, here's a fun thing you can do that isn't necessary but looks cool and is probably so goddamn delicious that cri- anything crispy underneath cheese that also probably gets crispy i'm so in i'm so yeah. in on it like <laughs> i would fan. crush this it would be a, a greasy mess and i would yeah. love it. it you could never pick it up as a hole and eat it right because it would just crumble in your hands yeah probably not yeah. but I'm yeah that lattice that lattice work is pretty fragile i don't know if you've yeah. ever had dumplings i with thought it. I thought we were heading into sort of inception where he was going to make a regular pie and then use the pot stickers as toppings for it. You know, like take a margarita pie and then use pot stickers as oh, that, that yeah, 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 like a, like a garlic knot pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something truly obscene and heinous and and probably abhorrent in in the end, but ultimately delicious. Yeah, it's probably hard to go wrong with any of this. Yeah. yeah. It, it looked amazing. Uh, but yeah, a real fun what, time. If you were to take a different cuisine that wasn't Italian and put it in a, a gyoza slash pot sticker, what would it be? Hmm. I mean, I mean, a hamburger pot sticker would probably be pretty freaking good. Big Mac pot stickers. Yeah. Oh. I, w- <laughs> I will say, maybe better as a pot sticker. I tried recently, like a a Big Mac egg roll. Yeah. Not good. Oh, I don't know. I really? think that sounds good. <laughs> it's no, no, no. It's it sounds good, and it maybe could be, but this specific version that I had had was terrible. Interesting. I would I'm do. Also... I would do uh, pot pie pot stickers. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's fun. Ooh, right. A little bit of, little bit of tater, a little bit of carrot. Just, a little, just little... yeah, just just the pot pie filling in there, and then oof, yeah, you dip, dunk it in gravy instead of soy sauce or something. Yes. Man, come on now. Yes. I'm also interested in like uh, a biscuits and gravy situation. So yes. you have the gravy in there, and then you also get some biscuits, form it into just a mush. <laughs> put it in there. Yeah, that's the thing is like because like the I, I don't know if that works because like a highlight of of potstickers and gyoza is that it's like a very contained like here's like here's what it is. And, All like, this stuff is in the here. entire point of biscuits and gravy is that it's just a pile it's just of out. shit yeah it's just <laughs> yeah, but imagine plate. that in now <laughs> yeah no no we're turning we're turning that on its head and uh honestly we're just getting everybody in line great yeah, no, biscuits it and feels, gravy it, you're it, on notice it feels like Get you can't together. wrangle that energy into a <laughs> into a small thing i would I, this feels like a very easy one to one as well as to do like mexican food 
or I would also yeah, like it's to called s- an, yeah. I mean, it's called a taco. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My thing's different. <laughs> is your thing a burrito? Yeah, uh, I would actually love to just put uh, just little <laughs> little slices of baguette in there. That's it. <laughs> just wrap them up, pan fry them, bread and Flawless. bread, baby. <laughs> it's a real real carby meal. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. We're having fun. We are. Do we have any time. correspondence? We do have some correspondence. I would love to uh, pull it up and definitely have it open currently. There it is. Yeah. Uh, this comes to us from our pal Tucker with the subject line, North of the Border. Hey, guys. Recently returned from my NYC trip, and I'm still daydreaming about all the good food I had there. Ended up planning every single meal before I got up there and was able to hit a good variety of spots. I'll list everywhere I went below, but the highlights were definitely Peter Luger. Where I had a whole steak for two. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Jeez. King. <laughs> Fogo to Chow, Joe's Pizza, and Essa Bagel. Ah, that classic New York City establishment, Fogo to Chow. <laughs> that thing you can't get anywhere else. The beautiful Damn. chain. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into the reviews, and we already got your ass talk. <laughs> Peter Luger definitely lived up to the hype. The steak was cooked perfectly and was unbelievably tender. And the experience of Fogo was just wild. I spent a good hour and a half there and probably got two plates full of the cold bar items and about 20 different servings of the meats they brought around and sliced fresh. I know Fogo is a Brazilian steakhouse chain, but there isn't one close to North Carolina, so it was super cool. Good yeah, to get, know. Yeah, get I, I've been down Joe. here <laughs> searching far and wide for yeah. a Fogo find to your, chow your search, in North Joe, Carolina. You're not going to find it. I keep running up to Brazilians and I grabbing them by the collar and saying, where is the steakhouse? <laughs> You know how you know how North Carolina is crawling with Brazilians. Uh-huh, you just hand them a sword. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Tucker continues. I got an everything with locks, lettuce, tomato, onion, cream cheese, and capers from Essa Bagel, uh, along with the poppy seed, and they were both incredible. Crunchy outside, tender middle, and way better than Panera. Laughing, crying emoji. Uh, because. Why, why, yes, they wouldn't be compared in any way. Panera is obviously superior. Joe's Pizza was definitely some of the best I've had, but I was sort of surprised that it wasn't so, so much better than any others. If Joe's was like an eight or nine, then the others I've had were like a six or seven. Well, I was expecting to think every other pizza than a New York slice is trash. Anyway, Tucker says, overall, it was an amazing trip. I did all the touristy stuff and saw Shocked on Broadway. It was really funny. Made some really good food memories. I have an iPhone, comma, Tucker. P.S. Joe, I hadn't realized you were coming down south of the border to North Carolina. I think the Bojangles signature is the Cajun Filet Biscuit, and you definitely need to experience Cookout 2 if you haven't already. Tucker, A, big fan of the Chicken Filet Biscuit, and B, Cookout fan from way back. Cookout veterans. Uh, I've made yeah. I've made mis- I've I've been to cookout enough that I've made mistakes at cookout. Yeah. That's yeah. I've what kind you, of cookout mistakes you made? Just going to cookout uh, when I didn't <laughs> need to go to cookout. Um, going to cookout at two a.m. when it's the only location that's oh open. Oh my god! I waited in the line. We waited in the line for what? Almost an hour and a half. And to get a not satisfactory awful. batch of food. Awful. Yeah. Truly a nightmare. They had, and they only had like half the menu and the shake thing was down and truly all I wanted was a shake. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, you were there, when was this? After uh, Spencer Bland's wedding. Ah, yeah. It was, it was And we had already scene. gone the night before. Like we were already there <laughs> at the night before at 2 a.m. We did need to And we were like, again. let's run it back. It was three yeah. times as crowded. Yeah. Absolute it was nightmare. a big problem. Um, 
Tucker says, uh, for barbecue, I recommend Sam Jones in Raleigh or City Barbecue or the original Q Shack. Also, the creamery I work at is looking to expand to Raleigh, so you might can try some of their stuff soon. It's really good. Uh, Tucker, please remind me where that creamery is currently, and otherwise, don't ever fucking presume to tell me what to do. Um, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and then just last, his list of uh, food places that he visited, Cat's Deli. Good. Great call. Nish Nush. Never heard don't of it. Don't know it. Joe's Pizza, big good. fan. PJ Clark's. Oh, yeah. Never uh, been, Bagel. Good, good uh, Peter Luger, Amor Loco, Becco, and Fogo de Chow, the famous New York City establishment Fogo de Chow. Tucker, <laughs> thank, you. Uh, thank you. That sounds like a baller-ass food trip. That's an, ex- an expensive list of places, uh, and yeah. I'm, glad you, I'm glad you did it. I'm glad you balled yeah. out. I'm glad you treated yourself. Next time you can go back and go to the Delancey Street McDonald's. The Delancey Street McDonald's missing from the list. Yeah, if you ever, if if you've never been afraid while eating McNuggets, go to the Delancey Street McDonald's, baby. Go if you've you've never been in a Where's Waldo of heroin needles. Then (laughs) go and wear football padding, a bulletproof vest, and uh, a Burger King crown. You know, no Uh, rules at the at the Delancey McDonald's. Truly. A special place in the world that that Delancey a, Street McDonald's, a wretched hive of scum and villainy. It is yeah, truly yeah. the most Isley Cantina of New York. A- absolutely. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, if you saw that video of a guy pulling a hatchet out of his backpack in a McDonald's, that was the Delancey Street McDonald's. A, a yeah. fact that I knew almost as soon as the video started. Before as he pulled, the, starts, I was like, you know I was like, is. oh, this is the Delancey Street McDonald's. Real heads know how fucking hectic that place is. <laughs> yeah. It is not a place to. It is a place to go and get your McDonald's and yeah, leave. People, not a place to. You don't not take that to stay. Yeah, people wanted to wax poetic about the West Fourth Street McDonald's and how wild that place was, and I could tell those people had never been to the Delancey Street McDonald's. No, the West Fourth Street is essentially a, a Michelin star restaurant, but comparatively correct. Uh, it's the, that's the minor leagues of <laughs> yeah. We we you me and a couple other people have sat down at the had sat down before I went away at the West Fourth location and had a lovely time mm-hmm. relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, go to McDonald's in New York. Yeah, it's, come to New York for the McDonald's. Everything's bigger, just like <laughs> Texas, but in New York at McDonald's, <laughs> it's not. Guys. If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we're Gabby with Babish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, send those to gabbywithbabish at gmail.com like Tucker did. Thanks, Tucker. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.